please stop. Sir, I'm asking you to stop. Please don't come close to me. Sir, I'm asking you to stop recording me. Please don't come close to me. Please take your phone off. Please don't come close to me. Please, please call the cops. Please call the cops. I'm gonna tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. Please tell them whatever you like. Excuse me. I'm sorry, I'm in the ramble, and there is a man, African-American, he has a bicycle helmet. He is recording me and threatening me and my dog. There is an African-American man, I am in Central Park, he is recording me and threatening myself and my dog. <laughs> and my... I'm sorry, I can't hear you either. I'm being threatened by a man into the ramble. Please send the cops immediately. I'm in Central Park in the ramble. I don't know. Thank you. This isn't how I envisioned starting this episode. This is horrifying yeah we've had a rough week a very rough week as a country again again another rough week i mean we've started a few episodes where we're just staring at each other going okay how do we even talk about this there's so much to cover it's more important than giggling and being high all right so the clip that we played at the beginning that y'all heard uh was of a recording from Christian Cooper, a queer birder in New York City. He was in Central Park, and he politely asked a woman to put her dog on a leash because they're in an area where they are required to be on a leash. And obviously a dog running rampant around you might not be something everyone likes, especially if you're looking for birds, trying to keep things quiet. I mean, think about what he's in doing. Central Park. Like, and then even if he people, weren't doing anything, yeah. That an- follow the rules. That annoys me in itself. And now you're a dog owner. You know. Right. Like, like put on your fucking leash. If your dog poops Sorry. in a yard, you pick it up. So he smartly, and I think it's now a requirement for black people to record, I, I guess, every interaction. Every single thing pretty that they much. have to do. I mean, even when you're in a park asking someone to put a leash on their dog. Right. But he asked her and she's, you know, flips out. And goes full racist. Oh, you know, like, overt, overt. I'm going to call the cops. Like, we all heard it. I, I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening me. Um, He's literally telling you to put the leash on the dog. Listen, Amy. Okay. Yeah, aim. Ames. You, 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 you used that word strategically. You went African-American man threatening me. That has been what white women have been doing for decades, centuries, you millennia. Yep. Like... Look at this black man. He's a threat to me. And it often in history and even recently has resulted in the death of the black man being accused. Like you look at Emmett Till, like you look, you go over and over. We see this when a white woman accuses a black man of threatening her, they often end up dead. And maybe that wasn't her intent, but anyone in today's age should know what those, what those words are going to do. Because what we see later in the week you see police brutality. You see racism on full display almost every week in this country. And that's just from a white person living in a privileged area of Columbus turning on the news and seeing it. Right. So, like, I'm not even fully living that, but I see it, like, every week. Don't you Don't you think? Yeah, we, I, I mean, mean <laughs> it's literally, and it, it amazes like, me that, so the first thing she does, so I just want to talk about this Amy girl real quick. So the first, yeah. so the reasoning you think that she automatically went to, 
um, racism was basically because she didn't want the video turned into somebody that showed her without her leash on her dog. Is that what we're talking about here? Like, that's literally the, where she went with this. Like, instead of being yeah. like, hey, I'm really sorry. Like, I'll put, I'll on the, put leash. the leash like, on. Like, I just don't want to be recorded. Like, I'm having one of those days. Like, yeah. It like, been please don't record else. me and yeah. I'll put the leash on. Yeah. Like, I'll put the leash that's on. It. it was just for a second. Like, she was getting agitated. Right. Okay, cool. Okay. But when you immediately say, please stop recording, and then like, then you act panicked, then you call the cops, then you start screaming after you're pulling your dog's neck to make him go, or whatever. The dog was choking and has now been returned to where it was right. adopted from because clearly she's not taking good care of it. I but, mean, was it worth uh, it, Amy? Real, right. Like, I mean, all you had to do was put a leash on, but you had to be a on full display racist. And also about her is she's a fucking liberal. I'll yeah. put that in quotes and because you aren't liberal if that's how you're <laughs> fucking handling your business, honey. I know. And you're a vice president of a company. Like This is what boggles my mind is that there's people in this world who run big organizations or do all this stuff. Like I'm There are people like in charge, people out there who have prominent roles in society, and they're like, I'm a philanthropist. Exactly. And then what they do is they do this kind of shit. And you're like, wait a second. Aren't you the one that's running like, oh, like, huh? You're making these decisions that affect people. Right. You're running a food bank that's feeding homeless people and, and, you know, youth or whatever it is. And then here you are in the park screaming this, knowing that that's the way to get out of what you're doing wrong. Right. Because ultimately, yeah, you resort to that because she's thinking like, this guy's recording. Like, how do I get rid of him? And like. I don't. She, it's true. God. I mean, that's that's what that's what irritates me the most is like really. And so, I think what this breaks down to is, and I think technology is changing the way that we're viewing racism. But this is the sad part is that before we had the camera phones, before we had the phones, yes, this was happening every fucking day, and they All had the no time. way what, to record it. Wasn't recorded, right? It's really funny when you not even funny. This is not. It's not funny. It's that's just a phrase. It, yeah, yeah. I, we know what you mean. It's really sad that it's taking videos like this to get people to fucking step up and to start listening and pay attention like why yeah what happened before the videos well it's like when Ahmad Arbery was gunned down and hunted in the streets of Georgia and we were just thinking what goes on when the camera's off (laughs) like what which murders have we missed what have we missed and And that was in February so like we were like what have we missed in the past couple months (laughs) <laughs> Who the f- I, yeah? Because I mean, what if he hadn't been recording? He said, "I want you to put your dog on a leash, please." She calls the cops. There's a black man threatening me. They show up with guns drawn yeah, because there's a threatening black man in Central Park, and she totally gets away with it. That's the alternate version of this. How many people are event. in jail because right. of stuff like that? Attempt or accused of murder. Like you see this all the time, though. Yep. Actually, the black man is is accused when he's like 17 years old of murder, and they didn't have like DNA testing. And you see it all the fucking time now. They're getting out because of DNA testing. It's yep. some dumb. There's White people dude, on that's de- killing. Yeah, it's, there's people on death row where finally DNA evidence exonerates them. So just imagine what would have happened if he hadn't been recording. So the week progresses. Well, the week goes on and gets worse. I guess worse. Yeah. So George Floyd. Uh, we have heard. I heard conflicting stories of exactly what happened. Like. First, it was check fraud on this was even on like CNN, but apparently he's using like. Well, there's like money for like money was like, okay, it's supposedly over $20, though. <laughs> I mean, that's what I heard is it's over $20. So if it was like, if you wrote a bad check or if, you, listen, I used, like, I'm not even going to go into what I used to do with checks, but you, no matter what it is, you should not be fucking choked to death. Like, we have an entire system of what well, we call it justice, but set up to take care of these issues. So, like, when you're accused of a crime, you go to court like here we go let's go through the process it's not up to the cops to be carrying out a sentence that hasn't even been given yet 
the cop who killed George Floyd, he wasn't even using anything that he learned in training. In no. fact, the technique he was using was is something that they warn against using. Right. It, it's so, a murder tactic. Like So, yeah. So, this guy's on the ground nine minutes face down. Screaming, screaming for help. I can't breathe has been the... And then he was unresponsive for three minutes while he continued to have his neck kneeled on. Like, and I was, about I wanted to kind of like, I wanted to play the audio, but then I thought, I mean, yeah, we kind of talked. Yeah, yeah. I've been like, honestly, some of the activists I've been following are made, made a really good point of how our culture seems to like consume this as entertainment porn, like trauma mm-hmm. porn. Like, look, another black man dying, another kinda black like, man being yeah, shot, another yeah. black man. And it's like for the people living it, they don't need to see that all the time. They're right. already aware, and we suffer from anxiety and depression. I mean, if I constantly saw my community being attacked, like imagine if it was a gay hate crime, and we're like, oh, right. okay, gay people are just being beaten and killed nonstop. How by scared police. would you be? Yeah, like seriously. Like think I, about if I wouldn't go anywhere. I wouldn't want to leave my house. No, I would not. And as we've learned from some of our black friends, like. That's a talk that they have with their parents about how to carry yourself in the world. So I watched an interview today <laughs> that had the same thing that they're they're calling it the talk with your sons. And it's the talk. And it's a talk that is passed down from generation to generation. Like you need to mind your P's and Q's, like leave a party early and drive the safe way home. Or you know what I mean? Like there's things that, you know, always have your receipt. It's disgusting. It's it's disgusting and it's time for it to end. I don't even know what to say. Like I, I'm so disgusted. I yeah, I'm disgusted. Devil's advocate, you always hear this, like, it's just a few bad cops. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem to be just a few bad cops, though. It seems to be a system mm-hmm. because it's happening everywhere. Yep. And why? And then even if it is a few bad cops, why is it okay for, of all people, cops to have a few bad apples in the group? They're well, carrying around guns and they're allowed to shoot people. So if you're a cop in the situation that happened with George Floyd and you're watching one of your coworkers and you're just standing meet, there and you're watching standing there it. holding people back who are saying, yep. please let him and the up. other three cops watching. Yeah. So, so are they all bad? So four like, bad apples. That's what I'm saying. And they or, just happen to all be together on the same day. Or are you well, in fe- like, that's the thing. <laughs> or is it really like a system problem? Like are were the other ones scared to say anything? Because then if he say something, then X, Y, Z could happen. To the, like, is there more going on behind this? Have you ever seen training day? No, Ugh. honey. Okay, so like the guy in Train Day, he's a detective, but he is dirty as fuck, and he runs around the streets doing like all these dirty deals and killing people and all this shit, but he's the law. Basically, what I'm saying is it seems like there could be like a system like that behind the scenes where if you don't listen to what the fuck this guy's saying, he's been here for 27 years, and you could get fired because then you know a secret. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to like explain what I'm trying no, to say. No, there is a system. They do protect each other in that right. way where none of them are ever going to, quote, snitch on each other. Correct. Even though it resulted in a murder. Right. Uh, someone lost their life because you, but you don't want to snitch on someone. So you just stand there and watch it happen. Like you could have easily them. put your hand on his shoulder oh, yeah. and said, get off. Hey, by the way, this is another. Hey, this is not okay. Stop. We've got to, we can, we can like, restrain he, him other yep, ways. There's plenty of other ways. There's five of you and there's one of him and you are literally kneeing him in the back. Like he's, cho- yeah. you could tell he was like, ugh. It's that's yeah. That's when you're calling for it. your mom, like he's calling for his mother. That is heartbreaking. Like, can you call him for your mom? Cause you're your last of your life. Like, I can't. It's like I, as a family member, if you had to listen right, to your brother right. just laying, like being murdered in front of oh, your eyes, I, I would. Oh my God, that's horrifying. That would haunt me. Horrifying. <laughs> if I was in Alexa, I'd be crying because, like, that's. Yeah. Like, legit. Like, it's very, very heavy and. But I think it is part of a system. Like, when I, when I think about it, I look back to all the photos of cops, uh, firemen during the civil rights era, just 
beating and spraying peaceful black protesters. People are just walking through the streets saying, we would like to be able to have the right to vote and like actually exercise that right. And they're being sprayed with giant fire hoses. They're being beaten. And then the cops are like allowing it to happen. They're watching it happen and they're participating in it too. Mm -hmm. That was not that long ago. Like that's decades ago, but only decades. (laughs) Correct. And so I not that you have to ago. wonder, I mean, you're really, like, where did all that go? Did it really go anywhere? It didn't. Or did it get passed down? Well, and on top of all of this that's happening, so then you have the commander-in-chief who oh. isn't leading the country in any way. He hasn't made one comment. Oh, the only thing he has said, though, is that when the riots start, the the had something some kind when of quote the, when the when the looters when the looting starts so does shooting, the shooting yeah so now the president's threatening to shoot, shoot citizens and he's like that and it was a saying from I guess the sixties during yep. the civil rights so it's like it was and he's like I didn't know that like you yes it no everything all is of so the, calculated all of him. his phrases like America first they all come out of a racist ideology and that yeah. phrasing of the a white when the supremacist starts, the shooting started, it was a white supremacist Miami police chief once yes. again in the late sixties yep. Not that long ago, and he used that phrase, and now Trump's using it. Like, huh? I wonder where he got it from. America first. When the looting starts, shooting start. Like, it's, it's all the same horrifying. stuff. He's recycling all these horrifying times, rallying bringing up these, it back up. Yeah, it's almost like riling, riling up the same type of people, right? The boomers that are still alive that had that mentality yep. and were alive during exactly. that time. It's like, oh, let's let's rally those fuckers up. 1968. It's not that long ago. People it's are really still not. alive and yeah. they're still voting. Yep. And so I mean, when he my says parents that, were like eight. So like if they had parents that were racist and, and going through that, they might still be that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's how it's passed. And then what are their kids? You know, it's like that's how it continues on. You know, another thing. What? You're right. That's so this little bit that you said earlier about Amy Cooper mm-hmm. when you were like, and she's a liberal. Like she says, I'm a liberal mm-hmm. and she may be in her policies or politics. I've been reading a lot about how you can't just be not racist. You have to be anti-racist. Part of what that involves is just recognizing racism in you because there's definitely habits, ways of thinking, even ways of talking to people that you might not think is overtly. Oh, the, the, that's racist. Like, I can't do that. Like, I don't say the N word. Okay. Well, what about your attitudes and your outlook? And right. what do you do when you interact with other people? Well, how do you treat them? Like, there's you have to evaluate all of these things. And if we're being honest, like there are times where I will see a black person walking down the street and be, and this is a true statement. Like, and I don't know, I wasn't taught that directly. Right. It's something that sort of is like again, it's part of the but system of how you see it on the TV right. when you yeah. Everybody's like, oh god, there's a random black guy in a dark shirt or whatever you're like oh my right. god like Trayvon no. Martin had a hoodie on right like a hoodie why was the is worst that thing. but like, why is that something that is ingrained in us without even they've done tons of studies where they like film people walking down the street in a city and a lot of people cross the street right when they see a black person coming towards them right like this it's very is... bizarre and like that's why now as an adult and, and recognizing that you know it's kind of like internalized homophobia yeah that I have with myself like where did that come from because right. your parents weren't necessarily saying all oh, gay people yeah. are evil. No, I didn't. My have... parents didn't say black people are scary and they're going to hurt no, you. But somewhere but... along the line, you learn. And, you know, if you grew up in a predominantly white area, like that's going to be you're like... right. You're like, oh, wait, you almost it's almost like this is everybody's like... afraid of different. And it's so dumb. Yeah, we do turn people into the other. Yeah, yeah the other group. So now as an adult, I try like when I'm walking down the street, I really try. To, I say hello. Yeah, Be conscious. Right. I Make say hello instead of being like. You know, I'm gonna just say, "Hey, how are you doing?" And it's it's amazing what you do, what happens when you say hello, 
because the opposite reaction they're like oh hey how's it going beautiful day and you're like yeah in in the back of my head there was a moment where i thought oh god what's gonna like oh is he coming like yeah that's horrible that's and i'm but that's the experience to say it but like you said it's one of those things where if you don't recognize it you can't fix it you can just like oh this is so horrible but like what times have you like done something like where you cross the street before a black guy walked towards you and don't pretend like it's not in you like when you're raised in a racist system you do internalize some of it like when you when cops is on the tv every day and it's always black people getting attacked by cops right (laughs) yes like you put that inside your mind as a kid growing up and so you have to recognize that there are parts of you yeah that's a really good point i never even thought of that so and it and that's okay is what i'm so like the people i'm following are saying like that's part of being anti-racist is recognizing yourself and then growing from that and getting rid of it and fighting against it yep that's actually gives me hope for people like me who who aren't racist but like who do have that like grown up like they grew up kind of like that i don't know how to describe it to all the people who think like well i'm colorblind i hear that phrase like first of all that's not a thing because you can't be colorblind and when you say things like that you just invalidate all these experiences of black people to say like well oh well i'm aren't you colorblind no because it does matter what race you've been you are in this society it does matter it does because then when you're white and you go to the state house with your guns and your fucking yes. knives and all your shit yes. and you're like hey free we don't want to wear a mask nobody shot nobody with these tear gas yeah Nobody's. no tear gas for the they're banging on the windows they're, banging they're on doing the windows. all the same shit they're spitting in the cops faces they're screaming at the cops but they're not doing shit to them they they're look like, pretty threatening when they're holding you know ak-47s they look way more threatening than the peaceful protesters i've seen and it's like there's no tear gas. There's no crowd dispersal techniques. There's no one getting no. No, it's, it's fine. Oh, they're oh well. And I saw a tweet. That they're patriots. Showed, well, I saw the the president was like, "These are good people." Yes. And then the other one was yep. these thugs. And it's like good wait a people versus thugs. Here we go and you again. Did, and that's the that's that's the system though. Yep. That's the part that I was talking about. Like that's the stuff that you read. When a fourteen year old reads it, yeah. Who isn't oh. really influenced? Oh, and he's like, protesting. oh, so yeah, black people are thugs, and oh, these guys over here, white people like me, we're not thugs. We're good people. We just like guns. We march around with guns and cover our faces, and we Can don't you look threatening. Imagine like, if black, if the Black oh. Panthers, which I think they're like still a thing. Oh, they're still they a Black are. Panther party. Yeah, but yeah. like if any of these black they come up on the state how, right. guns, like the, oh my, they're being killed. For holding for toy guns nothing. at Walmart. For nothing. For, no, uh, for holding nothing. For reaching for something in their glove box. Shot. On camera. I, I'm, I'm over it. So like it's I'm, like. I, I'm. Yeah. We've got to do something. The things that white people can get away with. Right. And then, on top of all of that, then you have Madonna, who's the whitest entitled. Yes. No offense. Like, I know she probably. You know, she goes around the world collecting yeah, kids to adopt. Yeah, she's got millions of dollars, <laughs> and she collects kids to adopt from all different countries. And so she decided to parade her son out and have him dance. Her black son. Her black son. Here he is dancing. Here he is dancing for Thinking equality, or what is it? He was dancing about <laughs> to rid racism. And I'm like, um, like so I know you mean well. I'm sure it wasn't from a bad spot in your no, heart. But honey, but... open the wallet. Yeah. Okay. Like, oh do something else. Like, don't record your fourteen-year-old son dancing in the. You know. You know it's what I mean. Just. It was so off-key. It's like. Uh. I guess so, 
tone deaf is a good phrase. There for you that. go. Very just tone deaf. And she's a singer, so she should know. She's tone deaf and she you know, she pushed boundaries in the eighties with remember the Yeah. What was it? With Vogue and like that was a that, thing. Yeah, Although she, bring a lot of black, black people feel like culture. they just she appropriated a, their culture, but and she did. Well, she did. But she did bring it to a lot of she people. Did bring that more, didn't she did bring more. She had like yeah. black dancers, and like she the had ballroom like, scene came became more visible because right. Yeah. That's so I true. give her like again. It's just like kind of like a oh well you know. Yeah, it's like uh, it's just cringeworthy. It is. It's she. She is cringeworthy, and I know the gay listeners out there are going to be mad, but I don't care anymore about. I it. can't. There's bigger things to worry about, as there we've is. just been talking about for 30 minutes. Right. Like, yeah. What I want to say is this. It isn't a black issue. It's a human rights issue. Yeah. And that's something that really resonated with me because it's hard to really remember. Like, some, it's easy for people to be like, and actually I've heard a lot of people say, like, why are they writing and all this stuff? And I'm sitting here thinking, like, even gays. Ugh. And I'm like, um, do you remember Stonewall? Because that yes. was a five-day-long riot with mostly black trans and gay guys. Leading it. Leading it. And yeah, that's why we can sit here in this room today and, and there have was, a podcast. There and talk was about violence against police. There were windows smashed and buildings burned. Right. That was Stonewall. Right. So for any white gay dude who's like, this is unbelievable. These um, people, oh you know my God, what? they're looting Target. It's not okay, okay? Yeah. But it's also something that if you're not being heard, you have to be heard somehow. It's the and language, this is the yes. only way to get people to listen, which is horrible. That's where the problem is. It's not even the looting. It's the fact that nobody's fucking listening. But yet, everybody wants to continue to say, oh, looting's bad. And, oh, my God, what's Target going to do? You just uh, need to, If you are more angry about the looting the and murder. a building burning than the murder and the racism, That's check the problem. yourself. Check yourself. Just take a moment. Think about that. Like, you're freaking out about Target, but not as much as about the guy choking about the guy murdered right, who's screaming for his life so think about it why do you think people are rioting why don't we fix the reason that they're rioting maybe they won't need to riot in conclusion check yourself become aware it's up to you to learn about also to learn about yeah. all this stuff not you can't like expect don't, your black friends right. to come up and educate you which again a conversation is different than education yes if you need yeah. to learn something or learn about the history of all this stuff, you need yeah. to Google it, okay? You can find a book. You can find, I mean, there's plenty of professors. Plenty. <laughs> They're out there. Like, you can find the information. Right. So Martin Luther King Jr. said, quote, A riot is the language of the unheard. And what is it America has failed to hear? It has failed to hear that the promises of freedom and justice have not been met. 